0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to Saints Radio. The first Saints Radio on the new equipment. Did we, we didn't do it last week on the new equipment? Did we? Did we? Scott was here. Oh, forgive me. Well, this is let me. We re-
1: stumbled through it last week. <laughs> let me rephrase. <laughs> we were late.
0: That's right.
1: Yeah, but we S- did it.
0: So this is the first time we're actually starting on time. You executed it. We are piloting this thing alone, which is a miracle of miracles. Friend, do you need a miracle today? If God can work this miracle where where I, such a simple fellow, can understand this highfalutin equipment, God can provide what it is that you need. Sister Monica, would you lead us to the throne and beseech the Lord for such a miracle?
1: <laughs> oh, and
0: I, I will say that it, it it worked very smoothly, don't you think?
1: If I had my tambourine, I'd be playing it.
0: No, nope. Miss Joy puts signs on the doors. You aren't supposed no to tam- have tambourines rights. in this place. Of course, we don't have one on this room up here. Plus, Miss Joy ain't in here. We could have <laughs> drums and tambourines and all kinds of drinks, not just water bottles. We could do all kinds of stuff. So, anyway, I hope we're coming through clearly. I'm sure that if we are not, someone will reach out to Monica to let her know. Uh, voila. Are we coming through clearly? Voila. Are we coming
1: here? Yes, sir, we are.
0: Oh, that's wonderful. Wunderbar, wunderbar.
1: Olivia Zefus is with us today. Hello,
0: Olivia Zephus.
1: And Annette. And Annette says, hello, simple fella. And <laughs> Sister Monica. <laughs> Could you get your tambourine out, Annette, and a join simple, with us? A
0: simple, simple man. Wasn't there a Neil Young song called Simple Man or something like that?
1: Mm-hmm yeah
0: i don't remember how that goes it was in the hymnal i think um but as you can well see even with the new equipment chit chat is still a part of this montage of ministry <laughs>
1: The Chit Chat Ministry. (laughs) The Ministry of Chit Chat. It's like the Ministry of Silly Walks on Money (laughs) Python. We should incorporate silly walks with the Chit Chat.
0: Why don't we get a sign for the door and put it on this door, the Ministry of Chit Chats? What about that?
1: If we if any if you if you have not seen the clip of the Ministry of Silly Walks, I encourage you to YouTube that because it is silliness extraordinaire.
0: It really is, but we should I
1: do that during the seminar.
0: I wonder though if somebody has not gotten offended and if that's not been canceled. I'm sure that um
1: there's nothing <laughs> offensive about that. <laughs> it's just who can have the silliest walk.
0: John, Cle- oh, I know, I know, I know that. John Cleese writes stuff about cancel culture. It's really funny to listen, oh, to, listen to read to his it. stuff. I My for-
1: bird is dead. <laughs> <laughs> No, the ministry of silly walks is really funny.
0: It it really is, and uh,
1: so we could we could have a contest during our prayer time <laughs> of who has the silliest prayer walk.
0: Oh, yeah. well.
1: Yeah, and we could auction. We could we could give away a prize. Yeah. Yeah, because we we need things to do.
0: <laughs> yeah, we we don't have too many of those.
1: But if you can chit chat and silly walk at the same time, that
0: you know i think you're i think you're on to something there um, i'm just checking our volume here uh, so everybody's able to hear us okay
1: yeah sounds good okay good oh and that it said it's leonard Skinner that does the simple Man song oh
0: leonard okay
1: now we might have some offended people
0: now yeah but most of those guys the original guys
1: aren't this,
0: on, on this earth anymore <laughs> well I don't know where they went they may be with the Lord but um, anyway this is a great a great time to be walking with the Lord as saints and we are we are seeing our Heavenly Father guide us in ways that the only the only way i can i can describe it is that he's preparing us but leading us up to the brink of something that's about to start um it kind of reminds me of the story of the uh, oklahoma the sooners when they all lined up on that on that border and at noon on a certain day there was a cannon that went off and they were all able to take off and go into new terrain well actually it was indian territory there was one section tmi it was one section that wasn't specifically indian territory but the settlers didn't just stay on it which was sad however kind of reminds me of that is that the lord is leading us into a place of preparation and everything that we are being asked to do by the Spirit is supplying and positioning and preparing and um, there's a breakthrough that is already upon us but the actualization of it in the natural hasn't really begun to manifest itself well, maybe it has, we just haven't seen it. Maybe, maybe our role in it is um, the suddenlies are, are already positioning in the natural. I don't know. But particularly this seventh month has a broader sense of meaning than any other time that we've, that we've engaged in fast of feasting things. Um, remind me. Remember the time we were had. We had the Saints' uh, seminar in France, the national seminar, and we did a fast of feasting. Was that in the fifth month or was that in the seventh month?
1: That would be. Would have been in the fifth month.
0: Okay, in, in the fifth month. That was such. <laughs> that was an audacious thing in 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 retrospect it was really a very nice thing but we taught on this and we said we're going to go and we're going to have a big meal together and nobody's supposed to say anything bad (laughs) or bitter or negative you're not even allowed to go
1: (laughs) (laughs) and then we had the people speak forth
0: truth and peace yeah good things
1: we had them speak for yeah uh, blessing and good good declaration uh, there were some comical things that <laughs> happened
0: you just don't know
1: yeah. <laughs> 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 but it was oh. good it, it was if anybody knows how to feast it's the french oh people.
0: yeah and that was a great feast i mean i i appreciate Luke and Sylvie, for coordinating that with the hotel. and um,
1: I think the next year we went to the same place, and they had shut down their whole they restaurant. Did. The, whole, the whole
0: place was shut down. We blew uh, it out. We
1: totally did, and we had to go to the Ibis <laughs> Buffet. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. And yeah. they were
0: serving the same food that had been there the year before. <laughs> Just leave it out until it's gone.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, my goodness. That was great.
1: I miss I I really do I miss so much just actually being there with our saints family and and the not just the fellowship but just the worship and the intercession and I love what God is doing in this hour and I'm very thankful for that but there is an aching in my heart to actually be together again but i do know that when the door is open again and we're actually and i'm not just speaking about france i'm speaking about all of the places that the lord has allowed us to to become our home you know our Mm. our our homes around the world and family our saints family but i know when that door's open again it's going to be such a celebration i think this feast in september that we're having here in dallas is really like a forerunner for what we're going to experience throughout the nations in the days ahead so that's exciting
0: Yeah. yeah. And, and we oh, in regard to that I, I, I'm with you but in regard to September I think we need to be absolutely in agreement as Saints that with uh, the Delta variant and all these other things that seem to be knee-jerking our politicians right now that there will not be a a bevy of new um, restrictions and uh, because right now in Texas everything is open and and let it remain open but we don't I I just see the enemy still trying to control and trying to even in England I mean I I uh, I know that they just did open up their their country but then there's the the talk that they're gonna have to put restrictions on again and um, but my main concern is that we are not I'm not afraid of, of any of this I just don't want to have to deal with restrictions for our people I don't want our people that are traveling here to deal with restrictions I want it to be and I know you do too. I, I want it to be a smooth, easy process to get from one place to another and not have a lot of uh, foolishness to deal with. So we need to just agree that um, that this issue of the pandemic would be be stopped. Amen. And that um, what God intends to do here in September, is a breakthrough moment and um, i'm not saying this very well
1: no i it's i think we all feel it we feel the the backlash and sometimes i feel like when i go out these last week or so i just keep i i don't want to go backwards and your declaration in the beginning about how we have this momentum to run forward i feel like the enemy's trying to push us back with that very thing and we just have to stay strong and remember that we're covered in the blood and keep looking forward toward the horizon and you know this seminar i mean things have changed because and I, i think about this seminar and ruby was asking me some questions yesterday just about the schedule and I think we need to. I think we need to approach it with just such creative hearts, of e- with expectation for the new thing that God is doing, but the new thing that is built upon the foundation for which He is established. And so, just I just want to encourage everybody just to go with the flow, and to 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 really um, come ready to flow with the Spirit and and whatever He ordains to happen. I think there's going to be just a real river of, um, of the Spirit. And I'm so excited about that. You know, it's wonderful to step into what you know and to step into what has been established. And I feel like this season has been such, to me, just a manifestation of feeling so strong in our identity and who we are, just where we are not moved. But at the same time, there's a measure of freedom, I feel, to break through into the new. And that's such a, uh, it's, it's just, it's, it's parets and parades. But when you think about it in terms of our identity and our function, its it's just so remarkable the way that, the way the spirit flows so yeah it's exciting
0: yeah uh, uh, I think Ruby was uh, reaching out to you as to the fact that the brochure and then the the official schedule is being put together and what what do we call that that Tuesday and then Wednesday morning which is really an in-gathering time it'll be different so that, that's exciting. We're adding three new sessions. So there will be actually two sessions Wednesday, Thursday, Friday afternoon. Um, the evening service will be bumped down to 6.30 as opposed to 6.00. You don't have to write any of this down. When you get here it will be all on a schedule. But um, there's just so much that God is wanting and so many things that he's want, that he desires to communicate, and um, we just needed that extra um, that extra window in order to accomplish to to accomplish them. And so we hope that you're making plans if you've not already. Um, and we are um, we're of course planning to live stream these I don't know you know seminar is such a packed week anyway with sessions and prayer and then adjunct measures of meetings Um, I would you know I would say that since we have this new equipment we may try some new things but I'm not sure that that's really the time to do that. A lot of things will be new because like we won't have cameramen uh, out, Um, but I think that just with the task at hand and the different things that we know are part of every seminar, we're gonna be very busy on its own. we're not going to try to fire this thing up and see what all new bells and whistles it has um, for this gathering. But we are excited about the prospect of what uh, the devices that we uh, have are um, are affording. In fact, you know, I was I was speaking with Luke and Sylvie yesterday and um, we don't know exactly how to do this yet but the prospect of it is there that we could send a copy link from here to us in France for instance and we could be actually recording off of those devices whether it's an iPhone or an iPad a seminar gathering a session, and it will be live back here, and then it can be. Uh, the file can be moved over into a joint account, and it could be immediately ready. Of course, it won't be edited, <laughs> but it would be immediately ready for anybody over there to to have. I mean, that's that's a phenomenal thing. Um, Oh, and that would be the same in in Brazil or wherever we might be. So um, anyway, there'll be a lot of new things that we'll be discovering over the next few months, and um, but for now, we're we're praying in this seventh month, and we're mobilizing for. The seminar, which is now less than two months away, Whew. Uh, that is just What's an amazing on? thing.
1: Yeah, good things, good things are happening. We were just in prayer before the radio progress, and I was just—you can sense so many things going. You can see, just there's just. You know, you talk about multitasking in the spirit. I can just sense, like, all these different pockets of activity and things that are being initiated in the spirit realm. And and if, if, if I'm not careful, it can overwhelm me because it can feel like, almost like chaos rather than orderly. But that's sometimes the way that the spirit realm, you know, those things feel. There's so many exciting things out there that, that we are birthing through intercession. That the Lord is bringing the manifestation of in the natural for us to actually apply, and that's so exciting. Yeah. And I I've, I haven't been in the sanctuary since Friday, no Saturday. I'm sorry. I was here Saturday for prayer. Um. And and I walked right into it, and just immediately, just like partnered with all that God is doing and we all need to be doing that because this is we are the body. We are this the body of saints. We're all in this together. This is his ministry that we all have a part in. And, you know, when we think about preparing for the seminar, we all need to be in intercession about that. When we think about the just the commission this month about the fast to feasting, that's a time of establishment, but that's also a time of being sent forth and um, just preparing our hearts aligning our hearts and our minds with the lord of hosts and and the battle and what lies ahead and so i just want to encourage everyone be present be be active in intercession right now because there's so much alive out there that, that that that's the beautiful thing about intercession in the spirit is that you you step into it and you you, you submit to and in partnership your spirit does and God can use you in any different way on any different fronts, to to partner with Him to see these things that are being birthed in the Spirit come alive and manifest in 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 the natural that we then step into and minister and apply. And so I was just seeing all that during intercession and um, in my natural. You know, I'm kind of tired right now because I've been hosting some Elishas at my house for the last three days and so i in the natural that could have made me like really tired (laughs) it was that active but my spirit is just leaping just at the prospect and just the opportunity the possibility the just the expectation of what god's doing so incidentally these i have three young people at my house i've got to run and take them to the airport in just a few minutes but i was we were sitting together on Sunday evening and and I realized I'm looking at them at the table and I realize that these are dear dear friends of mine these are these are fr- friend these are young people from Noah's community in Santa Barbara and one of them is is Vietnamese one of them is Japanese and the third, Renee, she's Chinese. And and so we started talking and I was asking, you know, their backgrounds and their parents, you know, and, and I just sat there and I just thought, Lord, what are you doing? Because even though these kids, I mean, they, so many of them have a heart for Asia and for that part of the country. And we know what that, I mean, oh my goodness, but it, it really kind of blessed me because I thought this is really interesting that we've got this diverse group of Asian young people or Asian Elisha's that are just so passionate for the Lord and that the Lord has brought for me to, to speak into and to pray with and um, anyway, so that's, that was exciting.
0: That is, that is amazing. Yeah, that is amazing. <laughs> that, that region of the world
1: it's just sometimes i just marvel at the way god does things that i you know we could never make that we could never make that happen it's just you sit there in a moment like that and i think lord how did you or orchest- how am i sitting across the table with these young people how did you do that 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 are close friends in noah's community and noah's not even here <laughs> I mean, it's just it's crazy, but they're so hungry for what God is doing here. And it's even though they weren't able to be here on Sunday morning because of their arrival time, just to be able to pour into them and and that they're hungry is is such an encouragement. So pray for the young people um, that God is raising up.
0: Yeah, but so, so much. Of where one of the things that I believe God is trying to develop right now is our appreciation of the of the Kairos moment and how we first of all access it the limits of the moment and channeling not channeling uh, applying our faith to the moment to where you know, so often as growing up in a, in a Christian environment, for us, faith was you getting a scripture and you just believing that scripture and declaring it over somebody and declaring it and thank God for the scripture. God uses that. But when you are partnering with God, according to his timetable and you recognize as an intercessor that God brings you to a moment where the waters are troubled, that's a different kind of faith.
1: Yeah.
0: That and 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 it's it's I'm not gonna say it's better, but it's it's task oriented. And you view things on behalf of the um, the task which is which Jesus references at times in the Gospels like he'll say, I'm doing this now so that you know this or I'm saying this now on behalf of this he applied his divine power or he could have done anything to the moment. And to the agenda of the Heavenly Father, and that's a different—that's a different dimension of faith. It's kind of like what we said on occasions over the years, uh, when we, uh, you know, we believe that there are certain safeguards and protections and blessings and favor that are upon us simply as a blessing of our of our salvation. And being born again, being part of the family of God, but I, I and this body have uh, have enjoyed a different kind of protection, on behalf of the purpose, on behalf of the mission that we have, and I felt that, and to me, that is there's so much more gonna watch I say this because I'm opening myself up there's so much more confidence in that than simply and for me so often in my life uh, as individuals subjectively when we're going through things God turns what seems to be bad to the good you know like with Joseph Joseph said that David said that Um, and you don't really the, only, the thing that you can rely on is that God is going to turn things for the good for you when you are an operative of the throne when you are doing something on behalf of the Father when he has given you an apostolic mission which God has given to us as saints that's a different kind of feeling and there's much more confidence associated in my heart to that because I know this has to be I didn't always know that in my individual walk there were a lot of times where I'd call out to the Lord and things didn't turn out the way I thought they would but in retrospect they turned out better and if I was making demands on God and you know I would have botched the whole thing I I would have and at the time I didn't know that but in retrospect I knew that but when it comes to the mission it's like when the disciples came and they were afraid for their lives they were in the boat and the storm was there and they came and shook Jesus awake because he was asleep you know he stood on behalf of his mission there and he he just said do you think this is going to be able to stop what we're doing and really then the next stage is that it was probably that storm was probably engendered by the um the legion of demons that was on the shore
1: mm-hmm.
0: and they didn't want him coming and that's that's an interesting thing i mean it, it just really is an interesting thing the the kairos moment of god which is what that cheerful feast business was is such an interesting factor that god is trying to teach us practically not theoretically but practically And, you know, for instance, over these past few days, I've been really praying about this wonderful recurring miracle that we've experienced over the years where uh, meteorological atmospheres change, whether it's drought broken, whether it's high extreme temperatures brought down to regular restoration, you know, the voice thunders, lightnings, earthquakes thing. We've seen that happen over and over again. But what I've been asking the Lord for is for a deeper clarity as to what actually happens in the spirit realm when those things occur, which are seen by everybody. And how, during that moment, we can lay claim or proclaim or um, really welcome a manifestation in that really breakthrough moment it's it's all part of this next level accessing uh, of the authority that God gives us in the moment it's like the troubling of the waters every time the, the angel stirs this first one in gets free what do we do in the stirring of the waters and um, I, I think that moment is upon us now. There was another thing that uh, is in regard to this, and and I didn't really mention this last Wednesday when we were talking about joy and gladness, and how that in those passages in Isaiah and in, in Zechariah eight, that progression was swapped. Uh, in in the in the culture back then, they would use that progression regularly for, you know wedding preparation for engaging in a building project or whatever you know you 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 would have an idea you would have a vision you'd become excited about it you'd start building toward that moment and then there was the answer so you really look at those not just as some euphoric go oh, look on the bright side but it's a build-up and a progression to the messianic moment of, of deliverance and when i was praying about that on monday well yesterday i was the spirit reminded me of the teachings that he gave us about the thesaurus and the various spheres and scrolls that are stored there which many of them are are epics of time how god is going to do a thing and when you come to that point of the Messianic moment to where then God is saying, okay, the finality of this process is here. Now, you're not just anticipating for the saison. Now the saison is the thing. You rejoice in that, but then what is your thought process on the heels of that? How do you take advantage, most advantage of it for the kingdom? How do you reach in and lay claim to all of those sev- the sevenfold blessing, and I think that's one of the main things God is wanting to teach us as sons about how to glean that, how to know it, how to proclaim it, and bring it bring it forth. And um, you know, I I just I just think it's very interesting because you know that joy and gladness business is really the journey with God. It's just the journey with God. And when you come to the point of fulfillment, that shouldn't, it's a suddenly to everybody else, but it, it shouldn't really be a suddenly to us. We may not know all that God's going to do in the midst of that suddenly, but we should certainly be expecting it. And we should, we should not be surprised by it because from the very first moment when we were moving in that Simcha, it was all aligned with what God had promised. And the point for Zechariah was that after 70 years, here was the fulfillment of what God had said. And now new things were going to be happening. Yeah, there was a lot of warfare leading up to that. Daniel, Ezekiel speak about that. Um, And even what the scripture speaks about regarding Joshua, where he had those garments that were really beaten up and the enemy was ridiculing him and god came and put a new garment on him and and really called him a a brand that was forged a brand that was forged out of the burning what do we do with that brand what what do we do with that new garment and its capacity and that's in this moment of breakthrough what God is wanting to awaken and sharpen for us. I think we've enjoyed that el- in an elementary way over the years. But, you know, I, I just don't... Personally, I don't want to waste a moment. I, mean, I, I want to get everything out of the moment that we're supposed to get. And um, I think that's where you get the hundredfold. 30 60 hundred fold I think some people get it starts pouring in in 30s enough boy, Just let's just sit down and eat and in history you know I, I look back on I'll just say it we're we're not a progressive we're progressive in the spirit <laughs> but I look at those first two years in um, the previous administration when they had the house and the Senate and they dropped the ball I'm not accusing the president of that they just didn't do I mean you look at what these hymies are doing right now trying to push through all kinds of things you take advantage of the moment what the God moment it's not our discretionary thinking but you take advantage of the moment because the moment doesn't last if you believe in grace you know that God is continuing to progress forward You you build line upon line precept upon precept you're continually moving upward and beyond in the lord and so we we need to really recognize what we need to lay claim to in this time frame for our father and i don't even want 60 percent i want i want it all and that god will give you all that you want
1: well you know you talk about the you're talking about the former administration yeah and I think about, and this is not a political discussion, but this is the realm we're living in. So, but I think about the, the, our president at that time, and, and I think he was a take advantage of the moment kind of guy. Yeah. I mean, I think he seized a lot of opportunities, um, pushed them through and, and, and we saw change. We yeah. saw drastic change, but then you've got you've got the clutter and the just the politics the peripheral stuff that would miss the ball and and i think we have to be really careful about that um like you said not let all the peripheral the clutter and all, all the things that can't keep us from the spear you know from the tip of the spear being sharp and and going forward yeah. and i've been studying a lot about the parables lately and i can't say that this is completely original but just the whole parable of the seed falling on stony ground you know the the, the part where it talks about the cares of this world yeah and we have to be so careful about that because the cares of this world can be anything that takes your eye off of the Lord in the storm. I mean, it can be anything even that looks productive and good that can can grow up in your field and starve out through, you know, the nutrients and the sun and all of that stuff from the pure word yeah. of God. And, and I, you know, I've just been very sensitive about that, about those things Taking place in my field, (laughs) and that that could just gradually take me off of the focus that God has us on. So, yeah, yeah, it's
0: good. Well, even even what Jesus said during the uh, the Lord's Supper, where he told them in King James English, which is what the Bible was originally written in, eat ye all of it. I mean, I remember. A lot of my friends were Catholic altar boys, and they, the priests, took that literally, and they liked being with the priest when they had that communion wine because they could belt down that wine, even as minors, as a religious efficacy, uh, because they couldn't you let any leave, of it leave. Gone. yeah, gone. But uh, when when the bread is given to us, which is our task as, as humans, what God gives us a directive, I'm, I I want to eat all of it. I don't, I don't want to leave some crumbs that, you know, I'm full. No, eat it all and um, fulfill it all. Do, do the, the, the very most you can because, again, life kind of moves by and we have, we have, God gives us time frames and epics and we keep moving forward, all of grace. The Apostle Paul said, "I don't want to become come behind in any grace. In any grace, I don't want to miss a grace moment. I don't want to. I don't want my uh, uh, my tally to be below what grace had afforded. And, and and I think that's part of what we're supposed to be preparing ourselves for in this new day." It's not just a relaunch; it's an it's an outfitting for the new, and then a breakthrough. What this this time frame is for us, and um, so I, I'm I agree with you. There's a, there's a lot of new things that God is doing in the realm. You can sense it, and um, but for me, I I feel this tremendous sense of responsibility, and. as we all should we all should be the, be good and faithful um, servants uh, before our father so but but you know again i i think like that business of the thesaurus and how we invest ourselves in various dimensions of the time frame of God those scrolls of Daniel uh, it's not just about time it's not just the turning of the calendar there are things that God wants to do in the midst of it as it is it unfolds and as as we see um, as we see ourselves in a climactic moment in the time frame of God there are so many things you know when that, when that messianic moment becomes the moment when you've been going all along in this anticipation this simcha uh, anticipation and now suddenly God is not speaking about that he's speaking about here's the moment and you get ready for it you remember all these things that uh, I've tried to do through you And now, as this moment is here, you embrace the moment, but you also begin to form your viewpoints to where now the Sasson moment is here, but now you begin to think properly in regard to this new place. That's where we are, and it's an exciting thing. And I I wonder if that's not what the Apostle Paul was writing about when I, I came to you. I did not come with just the excellency of man's speech and and these other things, but I came in the demonstration of the Spirit and in power. Now we know if there was anybody who loved the excellency of man's speech and writing, it was Paul, 27 epistles that we have testify to that. But he was speaking about when I came to you and that moment was a moment. Designed by God, appointed by God, it was a set time and it was time for power then, it wasn't an abandonment of the scripture, it was built upon that, another way of saying it is, you know, we've been enjoying the the word, we've been enjoying the writing, we've been developing our viewpoints and our thinking and now when the moment comes for us to be together building upon that it's time for the demonstration of the spirit and power. Spirit and power. The wind of God. Partnering with his ways as he opens the window and there it is. And and the function. Boom. That's the kind of moment we're in. And so, you want to talk about a prophetic moment that's that's the moment so so in that how much more time do you have okay Um, you think about what we have studied and learned and tried to pattern about the prophet the martyria which is really committing yourself to a testimony committing yourself to a, a statement to an objective to a lifestyle to a word to the point where you're willing to lay yourself down which is the testimony of Jesus the spirit of prophecy to me in a prophetic lifestyle it's it's not a one and done it's what Paul said I died daily what was he dying to see we often just say oh you know Paul used to go out and thump the heads of christians maybe he still wants to do that to a few of them he has to die to that maybe maybe the apostle paul um you know had all all kinds of things that he had to just keep putting under the blood so he didn't sin you know i think that's what people have fought over the years that his die daily was i'm not going to go down and knock over the piggly wiggly today because i'm serving jesus i gotta die to that But could it not be a factor of prophetic significance as he's walking in grace? What do you die to? Do you die to that last step so you can embrace the next? Did you hear Sometimes, I'm trying to think of a good illustration of this because I can see it in my mind. Sometimes when you're standing on the precipice of doing something, I remember when we we were trying to get on the London Eye. It looks out across the Thames at Big Ben. And that big what do you call that thing that that carriage uh-huh. comes uh-huh. the bubble. And at some point you got to step off of what brought you to that and step into this thing that's it's pretty big so it's not maybe a ferris wheel would be a better one because those things those, <laughs> those things just kind of they're kind of free free floating you know they go up and down but at some point it's kind of like what don potter saying you know you, you're stand on the edge of the water and you decide you decide you decide you you got to jump in and and i wonder if that's not what paul was really talking about you know I've got to be willing to jump out of what I've been to partner with grace into the new. And uh, I'm just rambling here, obviously. But God's really been doing that in this year of the prophetic. How many new things, how many things have we stepped out of? When we started this year, We didn't have any idea. we were. If you told me we were going to have this new equipment by the middle of the year, it's not that I wouldn't have believed you, but it wasn't on our radar in January. And suddenly this TriCaster that we've used up here for many a moon, now it's, I don't even know, I've got to find out where they put it. Somewhere. Is that it over there? Maybe it is. I don't know. We're still going to use that thing. I don't know how. But we take this plunge. And man, yeah, I tell you, last week was scary. We came up here for this thing, and we didn't know what we were doing. We didn't know how to turn it on. And we had problems with with (laughs) all kinds of stuff. And by God's grace, today it's a whole lot more smooth. But it's all new it's all new I, I just I think that as we get ready for September we're in that process right now of all things being new all things becoming new so anyway that's where we are. Anything you want to say about that?
1: Well, let me just say that I agree.
0: Yavol. <laughs> um. So we're in this month of July, and we're we're we've dedicated prayer here to um, this seventh month in a way that we've not been led to do before and once July concludes August then leading up to the seminar we're really and sincerely seeking the Lord for direction as to various prophetic things that we need to do as a network together to um, to not only discover not only hear from the Lord but to position ourselves more keenly to, to, to engage in warfare to engage in s- being spies in the land I, I don't know so that's just a couple of weeks away but just expect uh, August to be An invitation to do some some new some new things and uh, so as far as um, Wednesday here is concerned tomorrow I will be doing Wednesday Night Live um, we'll be talking tomorrow about speaking the truth and peace and I think that God's going to say some some new things to us as we look into that. And and then my congregation here in Dallas is going to be gathering together at 6 o'clock Dallas time to pray in conjunction with whatever the Lord says from His Word It is my intention as well to do what we did last week to do a brief prayer primer that will come out at some point during the day on facebook and the reason i'm doing that and it was monica's suggestion and i think it was a good one is that you know we release wednesday night live but a lot of people are working a lot of people don't have the opportunity to hear that message before six o'clock so it's really uh, a primer it's a bullet point of what the message actually will entail in a larger degree but anybody who is coming to pray or wants to engage in prayer who haven't had the chance to listen to the message at that point can at least have that exhortation and so that's why for the next two weeks tomorrow and week following we'll be doing it that way and um, i'm i'm really thankful to the lord i i can we continue to pray for our brothers and sisters in arizona and in in the southwest from here from the southwest that the continued breakthrough in the weather conditions will also continue as god would direct but the spiritual climate has been changed and that it would begin to manifest itself in ways that our kingdom oriented you know I've taken such great delight since a week ag- over a week ago when I was privileged to be out with our brothers and sisters in Arizona Every day, I'm lo- I was looking at the weather and giving thanks to the Lord, looking at the weather radar, seeing those waves after waves of um, storms moving through. And it's, it's not about me, and it's not even about the efficacy that God has given to us as saints. It's about the connection between weather conditions in the natural and spiritual conditions. Conditions. It was God that chose that voices thunder, lightning, earthquake. It was God that chose when the enemy comes in, like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord raises up the standard, demonstrates his banner. It was God who chose the, the former and the latter reign uh, and the reign of the Spirit. God chose all of those. And um, so. We see in the natural these signs, just as Elijah did, um, but we know in the spirit realm there is, there there are greater manifestations of the kingdom um, that are happening. So we continue to pray with our brothers and sisters in in Arizona and in even in New Mexico and. Um, even those that are in the, the eastern stretch of Nevada and even northern Mexico, you know, every week I have the privilege of connecting with Yawali. We minister together. We're believing for a great uh, a great visitation of the Spirit in that beautiful land as well. So let's continue to pray. Uh, this seventh month is a time of of incredible. Um, Incredible interaction with the Lord. You know, initially when we first started talking about the fast of feasting, God emphasized the necessity of putting away bitterness and putting away uh, painful memories and judgments, bitter root judgments from our past, getting rid of bitterness. And we focused on what the fourth, funth, f- fourth, fifth, seventh, and tenth month represented for those people and we would say it's time for you to do away with those things relinquish your thought patterns relinquish your hold on those things and relinquish what you deem as your right to be bitter and bitterness could become your best friend that you commiserate with misery loves that kind of company that's what we were talking about and those are good thoughts but the point is that the navigation out of bitterness is more than just wholesomeness even though it is that it is an empowerment me today I was as Monica said we we're, were in the sanctuary praying and leading up to this broadcast, and all of a sudden, I started, I'll just tell you what it was, and I know we're almost out of time here. I've got this two-minute drill, the two-minute warning. Do I have any timeouts in the midst of this? But I was up there praying um, by the drums where Pastor Larry often sits, and um, all of a sudden, I started, the the, the, the thoughts about how our church were forced to transition into an independent group and the the terrible things that were done to try to destroy us and to de- try to destroy me and how painful that process was but then how God turned it and and again i thought i had i had abandoned all of that i uh, how many times i've laid that before the lord and said okay yeah i relinquished my right to this but all of a sudden there it was and and i thought the thought came to me the father said how are you going to be able to see the apostolic promise that i gave you in this regard if you still have any holding on to what you feel the pain of what was done to you and you know I'm trying to put in words what the spirit so eloquently was imprinting on my mind and and I just lifted my hands and said father I give all I exchange all of that so that we can walk into the promise that you've given for the thousands of churches that are represented not only in that movement but in other movements and and it was a transaction it was like a suddenly thing that came and all of a sudden when that suddenly came there was just a, a revisiting of a lot of things that i felt intensely from when fear attacked and when anger rose and all the things that would happen in any human being. I didn't think any of that was still there. But there was a transaction in this seventh month. And and it was a transaction not of letting go, but of exchanging. It was almost like I was coming up to to that point of to the ticket window and I was giving that as a payment for what God was wanting us to step into. It was a really weird thing. It lasted for about four minutes and then it was gone. I I think it's part of that business of the empowerment of the Kairos moment and how the Simcha the proper way of thinking building in the journey toward a fulfillment of the lord of the lord's choosing that all of a sudden that culminates at the messianic moment and we're at that moment and only god the the divine author the end from the beginning the alpha and the omega the author and the finisher only god can play that like a symphony He's wanting to do it in your life. He's doing it in your life right now. Partner with Him. Take full advantage of this moment because it's a God moment. Let me say it this way. Invest yourself totally into the divine moment of the Lord and serve Him to the fullness of your capacity and believe with Joseph as he embraced his brethren. You intended this for evil, but God meant it for something much better than any of us could ever have imagined. May you be blessed. Thanks for joining us today. And um, again, may God bless this new equipment and help us to use it, all of us, together for the kingdom. And we'll look forward to reaching out again tomorrow. Again, Wednesday Night Live and a quick prayer primer, which is kind of like a a movie trailer for the message. But it's a prayer directive. And um, I'm looking forward to continuing to walk through the rest of this month with each of you. Till next time, God bless you and
1: goodbye.